The NBA offseason is here, and it's kind of boring. So today on Pavement Sweat, we have a special guest to keep us from snoring. Oh, I'm Ryan. I'm Trip, and... I'm Dexter, the guest. Right. Yeah, that's right. Welcome, Dexter. Welcome. Friend of mine for a long time. We did, uh, you know, I don't tell many people this, but we did musical theater together. Not very sports related. <laughs> Nerd. But he's a, you know, very talented feller. Feller, yeah. We're going to DePaul, Ryan's future alma mater. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, same uh, school. What a small world. Right. Really small. But we're here big, but... in this awesome studio. Yeah, Ryan's Recording better. pavement sweat. Yeah, so what are we going to talk about today, Ryan? Football. Not basketball today. <gasps> Well, Except a little we bit. We have one thing. Yeah, a little bit, but it's not like NBA stuff. Yes, you might remember in one of our first episodes, we reviewed, quote-unquote, Space, Space Jam, Jam, A New Legacy, <laughs> which neither of us loved very much, but there's a new basketball movie that came out that I just watched maybe 30 minutes ago called Hustle, starring Adam Sandler. I'm going to let Dexter start us off. He's kind of a movie guy. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a great terminology to use for me. A movie guy. Yeah. Yeah, as a movie guy, I went back, you know, I've seen this movie twice now. It was a couple weeks ago, wow. but but I found it to be, you know, like a movie where you feel, you know you're getting manipulated by the people, but you don't really care. Like, Adam Sandler is this guy who has a, like a following, even though a lot of his movies kind of suck, like yeah. The Ridiculous Six or like Jack and Jill, and people just sort of give him like, like an okay, <laughs> like a pass on this. Apparently he's a really nice guy. That's what uh, yeah, like he's yeah. like he's like the quintessential nice Hollywood guy. Like if you're Kevin James, you don't have a career without Adam Sandler. You do anything he asks you to do. You do the <laughs> Sean Payton movie. You yeah. wouldn't care. Yeah. Like he's like Kevin James. I looked up is worth a hundred million dollars. Wow. He's a five hundred thousand dollar talent. No offense, but yeah. that's just yeah. how it goes. But Adam Sandler gets him all that money. I don't know, Mall Cop, man. Mm. Mall Cop, Mall Cop 2. It's really all right. Paul Blart. The nerve to call that movie Paul Blart, as if like that means something. Yeah. Well, the yeah. thing that pisses me off is like, you know, people are really dumb about what they liked when they were a kid, and they lose all perspective on good and bad because of it. And so people are like, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, so funny. That's just not true. Yeah. I'm sorry. You watch it again, it's like, well. But in, right. that, in that same vein, just real quick, uh, yeah, yeah. I rewatched Grown Ups after watching Hustle. And uh, I, you can see he always loved basketball or whatever. Yes. He's playing basketball. Oh, he's a huge fan. I was just about to say, like he he would go to like he would play pickup with like some NBA athletes sometimes. I'm and not sure. I'm pretty sure videos he's a would blow fan. up. Isn't he a Sixers fan? Maybe? I don't know. I'm kind I, of a Sixers fan, and I think I've like seen him at a bunch of the games on TV. Yeah, I've just seen him. Yeah, I think he's gone to games, but he's also like played pull up with some NBA players and or pickup. Well, even like, Uncut Gems, which was like. Yeah. Three years ago now, which was more another like serious movie mm-hmm. he did up for like Oscars and stuff like that, uh, was a movie about basketball. So he's mm-hmm. obviously got like a passion for yeah. that. Yeah. And in this movie, he works. Well, he plays a guy who starts off working as a scout for the Sixers, and then, you know, things happen. He's about to become an assistant, and you know, wh- what do you think, Dexter? There's like a jerk character owner, the owner that's really nice, played by Robert Duvall, who looks 150 years old. He dies, yeah. and then the son comes in. He's a jerk. It's like. You've seen all this before. It's yeah. very basic. But the thing that's really cool about it is how immersive it is into the NBA. And I think that's why it resonates with audiences so much. Because, and this is one thing I don't like about the NFL. A movie like this could never be made about football. You know, we're going to talk about football today. The NFL is very closed doors and like a, a boys club in a lot of ways. And they're like, oh, we're not going to have a movie about us. But the NBA is just so open to stuff like that. He actually yeah. plays for the Sixers. They're the real players Sixers there. players on, on, in the movie. Doc Rivers is in the movie as yeah. well. Like. There's so much freedom that he has. Yeah. And, and to the point of, like, there's, like, tropes that you expect. You know, he meets Bo Cruz, who's, the, you know, 
He's poor and is from a foreign country, doesn't know anything, but he's great at basketball. He's like a right. god or whatever, yeah. and he's like a construction worker. With <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you're like, okay, I've seen this before, and you know, like, I'm going to move, but the, everything around it is so good. And I think it comes back to, you know, Adam Sandler's biggest problem with his movies, I think, is direction. I think people tell you that a lot. Yeah. If he's well directed, he's really, really good. And I think the director mm-hmm. of Hustle. Well, who is it? I don't even it's know. this guy named Jeremiah Zagler or something. He starts mm-hmm. with a Z. He directed, like, this weird indie movie. It's a Spanish movie that it's called, like, We Are the Animals or something. And it's it. really... Yeah. It's like this independent movie, and he's yeah. making this hustle movie, and it's it's perfect. It's a perfect combo, in my opinion, because yeah. the filmmaking is so good. There are some montages in Hustle that are, like, Rocky Creed level. And, sure. and they literally reference mm-hmm. it, like, well, I'm Rocky or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a little on the nose, but it's in that same vein, and you end the movie, and you're like... Ah, just like those movies are supposed to make you feel, and you don't feel, like, jaded by it. Well, my problem with a lot of sports movies is that it doesn't really, like, connect emotionally when they try to. Yeah. But I thought the whole, like, family story and, you know, his daughter and, you know, Bo Cruz's daughter and the whole, like, you know, not having, you know, anything, that kind of thing, kind of connected both worlds for me, and I thought, like... I was like, wow, Juancho Hernan Gomez can, like... He's a, he's pretty I, good, I man. thought he... It was pretty good. Yeah, you texted me while for, you were watching. For an athlete, I mean, that's like I thought a great solid. performance. Uh, he, yeah. I don't know if you know, but he's like yeah. sort. He of, he's kind of a fringe NBA player. He played for the Jazz for a minute, right? Yeah, he did. And his he's brother, for like his brother's in the movie, yeah. Willie Hernan Gomez. Mm. He's like one of the guys on the Spanish national team. He was he had a little bit longer of a career. He's also kind of in and out. But mm. I thought it was cool that they used like an NBA and you know Boban is in yeah. a seven foot six guy. <laughs> he says he's like eighteen or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's a, a funny with thing. a twelve year old son. Right. It's funny. It's funny. Like <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think uh, there's a scene, the, the, the end credit scene, really, to me. That, just, I like, love that. It's so cool. You just are like, oh, my God. They, they have, like, so old cool. players. They have lethal yeah. shooter gets a credit. They have bone collector in there. Yeah. They, they have, like, you know, because I remember him back in, like, 2018 blowing up because he would, you know, collect bones, I guess. Yeah. Break ankles. <laughs> yeah. And he was in the movie. And a bunch of street ballers they had on the credits, right. like. It reminded I thought it was me awesome. of two things. It reminded me of a combination between like my career, the movie, like in two <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so true. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. And then it was, it was, and maybe this won't make sense at first, but it's kind of like what Space Jam, both of them, try to do. Yeah. Where it's like you recognize these basketball players, like you're gonna like this movie. You recognize these guys when yeah. they have like the goon squad portrayed by like mm-hmm. a bunch of NBA all stars. Yeah, because they had like you know Kenny Smith. Right. Like, you know. Exactly. But. In a movie that's actually made for basketball fans, just having like basketball players that you recognize really isn't enough. Isn't enough. But in this movie, for universal you audiences. are like in the world of like what a scout might do. Yeah. And I'm sure it's not a hundred percent accurate, but you have like these meetings where they're talking, evaluating different yeah. like prospects. And I was really enjoying that, especially we just did like a huge draft evaluation, Ryan and I, for like months, we've been talking about prospects. Yeah. And just to kind of see like what that would actually be like if you were employed by an organization, I thought it was pretty cool. And, you know, you can tell Adam Sandler cares about basketball and myself, you know, kind of having been a Sixers fan for the last few years, getting to see those players. Mm-hmm. I was I was really having a good time with it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, me too. I think I just one last note is like I think a lot of why Space Jam doesn't work and a lot of why this movie works. I think it's just gonna sound super filmmaker or whatever. I think it's camera work in a lot of ways. I think oh, when you oh, sure, I, sure, sure. When you make I was it, thinking about that because I know you do film and I was like I I was really impressed by it. It's really good. You know, yeah. there, there's this documentary aspect to it where there's a lot of yeah. like handheld and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like like when they introduce like. 
Tyrese Maxey, is that his name? He is weird. Tyrese yeah, Maxey. It, it's like, it's not like, like going in, here's Tyrese Maxey, he's like standing, like he's, he's in some terrible yeah. like kids movie. It's yeah. like he's just a shaky cam and oh, there he is, which yeah. I think that's why people are like, oh, it feels a lot more real than stupid Space Jam. Yeah, no weird. offense, LeBron. Yeah. If you're listening. Hey, I think both... I think the LeBron one is, you know... The Jordan one's just as bad, in my eyes. Oh, I totally agree. I think they're, they're both terrible. I think they're both, like, when it comes to... The only like, reason the Jordan one's popular is he got three, he got, he got three NBA championships along the way. At the time, right. yeah. Right, exactly. He's just that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And Final rating out of ten. Oh, we're going to do rating? Sure. An enjoyment? Yeah, sure. It's like an eight. Like a seven or an eight. I gave it an eight. I... Mm. I was I was gonna give it an eight also. Yeah. So Look at us. Yeah. I was using that app you gave me and I put four stars. Yeah, Letterbox. Letterbox. Letterbox yeah. guy. I've been I using it yeah. for Thor yesterday too. Yeah. I have like three reviews on Letterbox. You do? I think I have like the Lego movie <laughs> and like two other movies that are just totally random. I have nine now. No kidding. Yeah. I'm moving on. Like a hundred or yeah. something. Crazy. Wow. But anyway, let's move on to football. That's just a little let's do quick. It. Yeah. You know, hustle. Sorry if we spent too long on the hustle. Because oh, we no, know no, you no. want. No, we didn't. No, not yeah, at all. Yeah, that, that was perfect, a yeah. perfect amount of time. Just a little yeah. intro to the real PS de Resistance. <laughs> Go watch it if you want some more basketball in your life. Because oh, yeah. we always do. Because it's definitely been tough. Like, Summer League didn't quite fill my no. fix. Did you know that the, the, the Kings have back to back Summer League MVPs? Jesus. Jeez. Who cares? That's all they <laughs> have. Okay, one thing. I know that this is a football episode, but can I just say one thing about the NBA? Yeah. Like, because I'm on Twitter and everything reading all these, like, crazy people high on Keegan Murray, who I also do like as a prospect, number fourth pick. And, you know, I said that was the wrong pick at the time. I still believe that. And he's so great in Summer League. Everybody's like, well, if he's good in Summer League, he's going to be good in the league. No! The guy who Davion won Summer League. Davion Mitchell won Summer League MVP last year, nerds. Yeah, come on, Keegan nerds. Murray's not going to be a star. Tell him. Take him down. Yeah. yeah. It's well, like saying somebody's good in the preseason. Exactly. Like, I kind of have a hatred with, I mean, a lot of people do, but... With on, summer league on, stats, well, on the for the, specifically the Kings, I have said many bad things about the Kings on the like year and a half that we've had. This well, show. the Kings in general, yeah, like, they're a terrible. It's not their players' fault. It's oh no, yeah. no, you no. think it's ownership? Oh yeah, I ownership. Uh, they they had that like racist owner that Demarcus oh, yeah, Cousins got fired because he was like. He like called him out on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, after that's right. He, while he was still a king. Right, because they haven't had a good player really since Demarcus Cousins, and even he is. And they had Darren Fox. I'm not. And then before that, uh, the he's, broad, he's okay. the broadcaster guy now. Oh, that's What's right. his name? I don't know. Doesn't even matter. Yeah, but the Kings. The Kings. The Kings. This year, apparently, yeah. they're supposed to be you know high thirties. Get to the playoffs, they're and we'll talk about. I it think for they more might because they're, they're in their win now mode, but it won't result. in They won't make the playoffs. Okay. Anyway, let's move on to the big news. Of the past week, and actually the offseason, which okay. involves the Cleveland Browns, moving oh, sure. their franchise quarterback to Carolina. Quote-unquote franchise quarterback. For a fifth-round pick. <laughs> yeah. Possibly a fourth. Oh, really? It's a like conditional, blank, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. And he, where'd, the get, where'd that get moved to? The Carolina Panthers. Carolina yeah. Panthers. So we've got... You're not a Browns fan, Ryan, but you are really, you know, you follow them pretty closely. Cleveland sports in general, Right, exactly. Yeah. And Dexter and I are Panthers fans. Dexter, you know, believe it or not, more so than me. He knows, wow. like, a yes, lot of Yes, I'm a big Panthers fan, actually. I, this is, like, my level of nerdy fandom. The other day, I was bored, so I watched the 2015 Week 9 game between oh the Packers and the Panthers. Great game. A great game. Devin Funches, long touchdown, Cam Newton throwing 50-yard bombs. I mean, it was a really, really good game. Pressure up the middle. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I guess in terms of Baker, 
And this is uh, this is not really Baker related, but I just like to take this stage to take a shot at the owner, Panthers owner David Tepper, who's one of the worst owners in the NFL, I'd argue. Yeah. And he gets no hate for it. He's like. Everyone's like, he's got tons of money. He's great. That means nothing to me. I'm sorry, you have $15 million. It doesn't mean you can run a team. Since 2018, they've won max of six games for four straight years. And all he talks about is winning. And one of my favorite David Tepper moments, just a little anecdote. You know, he, he was a Steelers minority owner. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, right. he, he, he sold his shares and bought the Panthers. And so week, week, I think it was week eight of the 2018 season, his first season owning the team, they go to the Steelers. They're six and two at the time, and they get a fifty bomb dropped on them by that his was, old team. Believe it or not, I remember that game. This was the night uh, I was actually spending the night at the Turner House. <laughs> this was the night before Aladdin opening. Wow! Which Dexter and I were in together, and I was watching it on their TV in their guest room, and I was like so upset. You can't, you, we, yeah. That was the everything turned around from that point. Yeah, we lost every game after that. Yeah, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. we went. So we went six and ten. After starting six and two, get, get used to that. That's a Panthers fan, and that's yeah. And not getting into Baker Mayfield that. That's who he kind of is as a quarterback. Well, that puts you in the same boat as the Browns in terms uh, of shame bit. and sadness. Well, the one thing that's different, I would say, between the Browns and the Panthers is the Browns have Kevin Stefanski, who I True. think him and Baker Mayfield's like marriage, if you call it, which is a weird term to call coach a quarterback. They are co-workers or whatever. <laughs> but like their relationship was terrible. I, yeah. I don't yeah, question right. that. I think it was a lot worse than people want to say. He's a real mild-mannered guy, so he's not going to go out there and be crazy. But mm-hmm. I don't think his scheme... Like, I get that Baker Mayfield gets, like, totally crapped on because mm-hmm. all he can do is throw to open receivers. But Kevin Stefanski, that's how his offense runs. It's yeah. very Shanahan-esque, and I think it's hard to judge that, but Baker Mayfield is a very, like, topsy-turvy, up-and-down quarterback, and he is going to fit right in on a 6-10 and 10 Panthers team, or I guess 6-11 and 11 yeah, Panthers now team. Yeah, the now they're with the extra game. Well, his problem is inconsistency because we've seen his highs are very high, and his lows are pretty low. I have to agree with that. But... My defense, I think the Carolina Panthers might have just struck gold he's, with this he's trade. He's big on Baker. I'm not big on Baker. Well, I but I'm, I'm going to bring out the Drew Brees comparison, okay? Okay. They're both undersized quarterbacks who, if we're looking at their first few years in the NFL, year two they were both around 60% completion. Baker's QBR was only a little bit higher than Brees's back then. 1% higher interception percentage, but... He also threw more yards per attempt. So um, they're basically very similar. And that was considered Baker's off year, his his second season. He had a great rookie season after uh, Tyrod Taylor, I think. Was yeah, benched. Like almost died. Jets on a Jets on a Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. And um, he came in and had a great season. And then the second season, he had an off season. And the next season, now this is important because uh, Breeze's third season, he only played one game his first season, so mm-hmm. it was really his second, was his off season as well. Um, he, Baker had a 95.9 passer rating compared to Breeze's 67.5 in their third seasons. 62.8 completion percentage to 57.6, 26 touchdowns to 11. Uh, so... They both their second seasons were off seasons. Now that both teams have like I won't I won't say abandoned, but they've given up on their like who who they thought would be their franchise you quarterback. Mean Darnold for the Panthers. Well, I mean sort of, Bree, the Chargers oh, sure. with oh, Breeze, okay, okay. the Chargers with Breeze, and the Browns with Baker. Sorry, I didn't clarify. No, that. I gotta be. A- I think now that they've both done that, you have to say okay. Now we if Baker has a bad season, we can't do this comparison anymore. 
but I'm clinging on to it because it really is similar. They really do have similar skill sets, same size, same like accuracy. They Baker's both a lot are, more mobile. He is more yeah. mobile. You give up some of the accuracy and right. arm strength, but mm-hmm. you, you get. I mean, his again, his highs, his third season when the Browns went eleven and five, was like it was amazing. He had an excellent season, and it was this close to a Pro Bowl. So he, he I mean, he he's on track with Breeze. Now that he's on a different team, you have to now you have to see production. But I give him a chance. I don't think I think that the fifth round pick that might become a fourth. Absolutely, like worth right. it. That's his other. Yeah, I mean that that yeah. like Ian Thomas is a fourth round pick, and I get that he got a second contract. He's the Panthers' tight end. He's he's like a blocker, not a yeah. receiving. You know, he, that's what a fourth round pick can get you in a good situation. He got a second contract. That's a good fourth round pick, and that is nothing compared to what Baker is. You talk about well, opportunities. He's going to get one. I guess just considering his trades, his trade stock, if that was the trade that ended up happening. Well, I don't know. No, it's, I, I, I but I don't Browns know. Browns had no leverage to get more. Right. I don't know why more teams didn't jump in. Maybe it was the money. I get it, the money's a, a little bit much. But with the potential that you still have, especially when quarterbacks are developing into their final form, like 15 years into their career, you, you, it's fine. Like, the, the Browns should have... I mean, the Deshaun Watson opportunity is you know, perfect. It's quite the upgrade. Right. Um, the it'll never happen. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. We, he won't we, play for 22 games. That's my theory. That's my guess. It's looking yeah. now like it's only about six or seven game suspension. That would blow my mind. That's pr- really? Yeah. That's wow. what I've seen. There have been some things my, lately. My brother and my dad are big, big Browns fans and they keep up with that kind of stuff. And it's, it went from one and a half seasons to half a season now because a lot of the stuff is getting dispersed. The claims are getting, right. you know, shut down. So, I mean, We'll see what happens, but it's definitely in the long run worth it for the Browns. But I mean, they they would have hoped to have more return for this. But we at talk, least they got rid of the. You talked about return. I think one of the biggest reasons why other teams weren't pouncing is look around the league and look where look where franchise quarterbacks aren't. Because we're we're in a we're in kind of a quarterback glut right now. Yeah. Like the only teams you could really argue are desperate are the Seahawks and the Panthers. I mean, the Panthers have one of the, the one of the worst starters of the last two the decades. Falcons too. The Falcons, but they have Mariota and Arthur Smith, and you don't go upset that apple cart, especially when you could very... And they also drafted Desmond Ritter. Ritter, So, even... I don't know. I would give up on that in a heartbeat. Well, they're going to give him at least a year. I I mean, they could... He could be a a Dak Prescott type. He could draft in the third round. Dak got drafted. The people like hope It could happen, yeah. Same thing with my argument. It could... Baker Mayfield could be Drew Brees. If this had happened, though, if the Watson trade had happened in February... Baker Mayfield would have gone for a second-round pick to the Washington football team. Or Commanders. Commanders yeah. That's what I would guess. He would have gone for a lot more, but it happened so late in the offseason under such weird circumstances that it was like a perfect situation for the Panthers to get him nothing. And you talk about chance, you talk about Drew Brees, and I think a big part of Drew Brees' success and why it worked is when he went to the, to the Saints, they had Sean Payton. And Sean sure. Payton is one of the greatest offensive minds in the league, and he'll definitely come back mm-hmm. and coach again. He's made that very clear. Um, he had a new report came out that he wants to go somewhere where he can golf. What a guy. But, um, yes. like, Sean Payton is great at scheming up pressure. And if there's one thing that I've learned about watching this Matt Rule Panthers teams is they can, not pressure, open receivers. They can't scheme open receivers. They can't do it. You watch game after game. Nobody gets open somehow. You have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall, if he gets good, Tommy Trimble, like, all right weapons, and somehow nobody's open. It, it makes what Kyle Shanahan does and, and uh, the guy from Matt... Guy from LaFleur? The, Matt LaFleur. What yeah. they do, it makes it so much better. Because you see, like, 
Matt Rule is not like this schematic, we're going to do this and that and bang, bang, bang. No, no, no. He is a player's coach. And, yeah. I mean, that could really work for Baker. It's good for culture and Baker especially. Well, the culture is topsy-turvy. We're, we're in a bad spot. Culture <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. not right now. Yeah, we're not he's, he's won, what is it, 11 games? He's like or like 11 and 22 as a, as a coach. That's yeah, bad. Yeah, and I'll say this too. Like, you have a player's coach and, like, sure, that could be good for culture, but it doesn't matter. The culture is going to be bad if you're losing. No matter 100%. What. Yeah. True. So and I think he can't that I would help. take a schematic guy over, like, a motivational dude any day. I, I think... There's the best of both worlds. For sure. You know, I well, think, I think like, Mike Vrabel, to me, is, like, the perfect example of somebody who's a good schematic. He's defensive schemes or whatever, but he's also, like, a great motivator. And he's a good coach. Well, Sean McVay is the, is the best for that. You think so? For both, yeah. Oh, I would agree with that Sean as McVay, well. Sean McVay, yeah. And, he's, and he also has a better, like, because he's young, too. And, you yeah. know, being young yeah. is, like, a thing. But I think in this league, as it currently stands, you know, I think it's really important to be liked. More than ever. And you can see that in quarterbacks. Like, look at Kirk Cousins. You know, Kirk Cousins is like, people really don't like him. If he was more likable, he's people so would mean. put him in their top ten more often. I really do think that. I think he's a top ten. He's, he's statistically yeah. a great quarterback, he's but he has this, like, unlikable personality with the players because he just doesn't connect with people. Because yeah. he's just, like, he, should, he would be very popular in the 1960s like, or yeah. something. Like, he's some, like, church boy or whatever. And people <laughs> in the league, just, the league doesn't function like that. And that's yeah. why I think Baker Mayfield could, could maybe work. Yeah. They're a lock to win week one. I'd put all my money on that. All, he is To just, beat the Browns To beat the Browns. I would, and then I'd put more know. money on they lose the next three years. The Browns are a powerhouse, man. They, I mean, the, their roster is... Yeah, who's, yeah, right? They should I turn mean, with Jimmy G. They should. I uh, still, here's another guy that I don't but they, understand why there's no demand for They have uh, more. I don't get that. I would rather have Garoppolo on my team because he can run McAdoo's offense better than Baker. He's Baker one of the most can. efficient quarterbacks in the league. He, low well, volume. But no, it's, he is. It's hard, it's hard to separate... The man from the coach in that way, like I don't know I what I know. I guess yeah. you know he's look he looked in the four game stretch that got him traded in 2016 with the Patriots. He mm-hmm. went four and zero or three and zero actually he missed the fourth game, but he was good. And you're like, okay, he's good. And then he goes and plays with one of the best coaches in the NFL, one of the best offensive minds in the NFL, yep. and he's really good there. I don't know what he looks like outside of that, but I think I can see that he's he might not be a uh, Kevin Stefanski guy. And I think Jacoby Brissett is closer to Deshaun Watson than. Jimmy Garoppolo is. I agree. But I don't think... In terms of schematic, I don't think you can run a team like that, though. Right, but you're looking at half a season. Do you want to... I don't do know. I don't think you are. Well, do you, yeah, right. We do you, his well, agent... Those numbers that I think are coming out, he has the most powerful agent in the NFL. Yeah. They created the narrative from the beginning. They de- determined the narrative from the beginning. And all those reports, I, I just don't believe them. Do you want to coach, though? Do you want to coach a team that has a, a round what um, Garoppolo's strengths and weaknesses are or Brissett's strengths and weaknesses? I want to coach a team that wins games. And I know Jimmy Garoppolo can win more games. Than right, but if you got Deshaun Watson, you can win any game. But you're but not going to have them. You want your team to be... Well, they will eventually. That's I what But I, I, think, yeah. I think... They're not thinking about winning a Super Bowl with Jacoby Brissett or Jimmy Garoppolo. I think they're that's a bad strategy. Deshaun. I think they have a Super Bowl caliber roster. I think their secondary well, is good true. and their defense is good. I think their receivers could be good if the quarterback's good. I think they have good tight ends. I think they have good running backs. They're good at every level except for one position. And if you're a coach and you're kind of on the hot seat, and if you don't work in the Browns, oh, he's, not, he's not on the hot seat. If, if, the, if it doesn't work on the, if this Deshaun Watson trade could go the way it could go, and he could not play for years, he's on a huge hot seat. Because well, once you make, said that his fault because the the manager. Well, because they didn't win with Baker, and they haven't been winning. And every year they're supposed to be like thirteen and four. I well, guess. I'm saying that Watson will be back before 
the end of next season. That's at this point with the reports. That that's guaranteed. True. I don't believe him. If you're going to by see by the end of next season, by the by like twenty twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I take. And that. at that point, if you've had Jacoby Brissett for a year and a half, and you've been coaching his strengths and weaknesses, that translates over to Deshaun Watson better than it does from Jimmy Garoppolo. And I that's the goal for the Browns. Saying. But yeah. when you have a quarterback who's going to be paid forty seven million dollars for the next nine straight years after this season. You're 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 a front office and re- player retention, keeping players like Greg Newsom and Denzel Ward and and mm-hmm. their safety that they got from the Rams. Keeping those players becomes exponentially harder. And your mm-hmm. roster that's good now. If there's one thing we've learned about the NFL, it's the windows. Mm-hmm. Unless you have like Patrick Mahomes, you have a window, and they have a window right now. And I right. don't understand if you're Kevin Stefanski, why you wouldn't try and win the most games. Especially because I mean. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying because Garoppolo, in a good system, has gone to a Super Bowl and was this close to winning it. Almost Jimmy went to a Super Bowl last yes, year. Yeah. And yeah. he had a bum arm and was missing open receivers like Brandon Ayuk in the divisional round. I mean, he was missing throws and they still won. That yeah. says a lot about the 49ers. Yeah. It does. He is I think that's undeniably true. more talented than Jacoby Brissett. So I think what yeah. we're saying is that the perfect fit for the Browns until Deshaun Watson gets back is Baker Mayfield. It's Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's not how it works. Well, I got the Browns winning week one against the Panthers. So I well, I'll take don't. you up on that. I definitely don't. The I Ross... think Baker Mayfield is a shoulder guy. They talk about the chip on the shoulder. And the Panthers, I think... Dancing he wants logos. vengeance. He wants vengeance. He wants vengeance. And I mean, if it if he like stepped into the pie or whatever and fell right on his face, that would be a terrible look. But I, just, I, don't, I don't see that happening. But I do see him losing two of the next three, if not all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how the Panthers work. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's well, we'll see. But I think it's definitely worth... The trade, even with the money they're taking, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Their right. their focus is in ten, eight years from now, not right. Can now. I take one more shot at uh, David Tepper? Absolutely, David Tepper. If you're a, if you work because he's if the you're boss. Listening. If he's the <laughs> yeah, please. If you're you're the boss of the entire franchise and you continually are desperate and make desperate moves, you pay the price. You reap what you sow. You act desperate every off season. You pay sixty three million dollars to Teddy Bridgewater. You trade two picks that, that are in the top hundred picks. For uh, Sam Darnold, you then tell your coach that if you don't get Baker, there's a report that Matt Rule will get fired if he didn't get Baker Mayfield. That report comes out. Then, to top it all off, you have your coach, who's on the biggest hot seat in the NFL, I'd argue, yeah. have to answer reporter questions about the possibility of a story that you leaked about trading for Sean Payton. That's not how you run a team. If your one goal is winning and all you're going to do is tell the media and tell the fans, me, Trip, anybody that's listening, that it's a plan and you're going to give them four years and it's a, it's always been a seven-year plan, you can't do that. You just can't. It pisses me off. Sorry. Can, I'm, I'm with you on that. It really annoys me. Can you golf around Charlotte? Is there? Is yeah, there he golf? wants a warm weather city where you can golf, but he wants a big market and that ain't Charlotte. So. Atlanta, maybe. Can you golf in North Carolina, though? I, I'm not a golfer at I, all. You can golf anywhere in the South, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Georgia. we'll see if that happens. John. All right, Chip. Right. <laughs> musical theater guy right here. No, that, yeah. Yes, he is. And we all are. Let the record show that he is a musical theater guy through and through. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, I'm also a sports fan. So let's yeah. talk about the NFL. We're going to do, what did you have planned? I have over-unders for like, and this, this will, I think this helps. I don't know which one we should do first. Like, champions, I think we should do like division winners and champions first. Okay. Fine, man. All right, so I guess we can just trip. go Lead in, it, trip. in order of what I saw in Football Reference. So yeah, the AFC East, you know, that's, you know, the Jets, well, Patriots, Dolphins. It's the Bills, Bills. are going to win that division. I think so. When I was looking over the rosters 
you know, there's a, this is a huge change off season. Some of the most changes that I've seen as an NFL fan, oh, yeah. maybe ever. Mm-hmm. So many things are changing. If there's one team that didn't change, it was the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. yeah. The only question I have is their left side of the offensive line is questionable. They have a guy in his second year who's only played 10 games starting at left tackle. That freaks me out. I think pressure could be a problem. But Josh Allen is so good on the move and in the pocket that I don't think it will be too mm-hmm. big of a concern. But if they have one concern, that's it. But they, yeah. I think they lost their OC as well. That's, yeah, that's they did. But I like me. Ken Dorsey a lot. He's he's a older. He used to be at Carolina, just like everybody that's on their team used to be at Carolina. They are the Carolina Bills, or yeah. whatever. The Bill, the, the Buffalo, Buffalo Panthers. Panthers. That's a better way to put <laughs> right. But yeah, I, I think that I think their roster stability could really take them and the strength of their quarterback. Right, and, and their running game, and like I mean, oh, you, you got to have something around. And if we're going through, you know, I, I'm going to do all my playoff teams. So yeah. just in the AFC East, I would also the Dolphins. No, oh no, I think the pa- Patriots are going to be a wild card. They'll team. lose. We are wild card. Team. We are so opposite. I think the Patriots are going to flop ex- like. Completely, this their coaching season. staff is really scary, and that the Dolphins and their 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 talent, like their roster's talent, is just terrible. They don't have any receivers or like mm-hmm. they don't have much offense. They have Devontae Parker now. I mean, yeah, I, they have a lot of question marks. I'll say that even when they had Cam Newton basically limping onto the field, they were almost five hundred. Going to Nikhil Harry, right? Way. And we have seen already that even as a rookie, Mac Jones. I wouldn't argue that he's the most talented quarterback in the world. No. I wouldn't even come close to saying that. But he he's was a Bill able Belichick to win with guy. that. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, if, if there's anything Belichick can do, he it's winning. But I just don't think they... I think that the Dolphins have kind of... I think they've kind of figured it out. Mm. Oh, my Especially Lord. with the Tyree Kill acquisition. No. I have a lot of thoughts about that. Well, I, I actually like that trade a lot. I'm I have scared. a lot of things about that that are interesting. I can't think... You know, you think of two different quarterbacks... I can't think of a bigger talent disparity between Pat, like just natural talent, not yeah. quarterback skills. No, I agree. But just God given yes. talent yes. between Patrick Mahomes and Tua. Not, Tua sucks. It's not that he sucks. He it's doesn't that he suck sucks. that. He, he, he has a. He, his arm doesn't allow him to throw to like the backside of the field, so he can't do those long streaks, but that's not really what right. Tyreek Hill does. No. That's, not what the, that's the, true. That's true. You know? But. It's weird. There's a huge talent disparity. It's like it's like Cam Newton to Drew Brees. Like they can be both good. That might be an imper. But in terms of right. physical like skills, just traits, and yet yeah. so many people in the media and on Twitter and stuff see like expect no drop off. And I just think that's really interesting to lose so much talent at the position that's throwing to you, and everyone be like, "Well, he's going to score twenty touchdowns because he's Tyreek Hill." I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Schematically. You can't get closer to the Chiefs than if you're the Dolphins. I do think I, I watched I watched the Brett Coleman video. Brett Coleman sure video. It's a great video. Anymore. So yeah. so what did you think about? That? I think he makes I think he makes a great point. I think he points out to his deficiencies and how. One thing I didn't like about it was he talks about what the what the Chiefs did and like how they only threw short, which they did. But they only threw short because they were getting you know they're like two to, high safeties they're, every they're single play. On the, they're planning on the. Uh, and if the you bomb, look at a lot right? of if you look at a lot of. Uh, in the coverages that he showed in those videos. It's like Denzel Ward is 10, 10 yards off the yeah. line on Tyreek Hill. Of course they're going to throw an underneath. Yeah. Like, I don't think that the I don't think that the Dolphins are going to see those same coverages because Tua doesn't have the arm. They're not going to be afraid of that deep pass like they were. So they're going to play underneath. I think it could, now that I talk about it, be schematically a problem because all you have to do is defend the you know the flats and the middle and you're pretty good. You can play, you can play cover three all day. You can play cover one if you want to. You can blitz. I don't like his pocket movement very much. I think Absolutely not. I, I think he uh, 
He's got he, good feet. Though. He's his footwork, his mechanics are really good, but his his mobility. You know, you think about the great quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL. They're all just right so now, physically yeah. gifted. Yeah. And and like Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, whatever. He's not those guys at all, and that can be okay. But I think it comes out in interesting ways. And I think pocket mobility is a big one. He's not that fast. You know, but he, he can he can do what you ask him. And again, the mechanics are really good, and I think they can get the mm-hmm. ball there, but I don't know. I've never been more wrong about a prospect in the NFL or the NBA than I was about Tua, and I'm ready to say that already. I thought that he was the best quarterback of his class, and then I, like, no. I, it's not translating. I, I don't think the Dolphins are going to be a playoff team as long as... Well, because you there. can work on, like, IQ and certain things, but... Can you really improve your arm strength that much when you've only gone this far? No. There's a cap. And it can yeah. win you 10 games. It can win you 11 games. That's what I'm saying. But when no, you think... are in the playoffs, you can't win. And that's the thing I don't like, is I think you know quickly with quarterbacks now in the NFL, you kind of have to, which ones can win a U.S. Super Bowl and which ones can't. Yeah. Justin Herbert can win a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Joe Burrow can win a Super Bowl. And Tua can. Tua yeah. can win a Super Bowl. As from what I see. So it's like, it's just a team building idea. Are you, you're okay with having a Super Bowl caliber roster with not a Super Bowl caliber quarterback because you're hoping that you can, like, it's get one, him there. It's yeah. one game. Like, yeah, every, it's every one game. playoff game is just one look game. Look at what Matt Stafford had to do. He had to throw no, he threw no look passes for three straight games and, yeah. and then he barely won. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I don't think Tyreek Hill's going to save the day. I don't know. I think, but what I'm saying is that I think it's enough to push them actually to the playoffs. So, would you like the Patriots more and than Jaylen the Waddle. next year? To make to be a wild card. Team. Oh, I've said that the Patriots. Nobody's talking about it. Patriots dynasty is over. They haven't won a playoff game since 2018. It's a fact. True. Um, mm-hmm. And nobody, nobody seems to care. The biggest, the greatest dynasty of all time. Last year, I, yesterday they got steamed. They got destroyed. I mean, in the they playoffs. did get destroyed in the playoffs, but going into the playoffs, they made I, the playoffs. They were one of the better. Yeah. I thought that they were one of the. More, it's weird. You we, had them in like the Super Bowl, didn't you? I or was like, no. I st- I went with the Bills, but I told you like yeah. when we were talking about. Hey, you were ready for the. That it was either way. You're I thought like, I won't Bills, be surprised. I thought the Bills and the Patriots were the two best teams. <laughs> I think in the people AFC. mischaracterize them a little bit because they 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 see the Patriots and they they're like that's the Patriots, man. But it's not. It's the, these aren't the Patriots that we know. It's Bill yeah. Belichick, obviously. I mean, they're not the same. I'm but that's why everybody. So many right. people were talking Super Bowl in Week Eleven last year because they yeah. won a game because they threw three passes or whatever, and like, yeah. oh, that's Super Bowl winning. No, yeah. it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I get that you can like establish the run, but that's not going to win you. It's crazy. And if that, if if I think if any other team did that, it would be seen totally different. Well, mm-hmm. I agree with that. But and I, I think I Mac think Jones that's... just looks so much like Brady that everyone just makes that assumption. Yeah. True, but I mean, there are some parallels between them. 100 yeah. percent. Their play yeah. is really similar. And yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Mac Jones is everything that Kyle Shanahan wanted him to be when he was going to draft him at three overall, but yeah. John Lynch stopped him, which is very funny to me. Yeah. The Trey Lance is questionable. I'm taking too much time on this. I apologize. No, 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 no I we pick... get into these things. We uh, we talked about for ten minutes about Colin Sexton, like randomly. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, he needs other... to have some conversations. Yeah, I like him. So um, you're fine. His man. name is fun. He makes it more fun. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I have a jersey in there. If I have to pick, uh, just on talent alone, because that's what really matters in these like off-season discussions. Like, which team is more talented? Because you, because you can't injuries and all that really determine. So I'd say the Dolphins marks. are more talented. I would too. No kidding. Yeah. I but I, I like that their I like their secondary. I like Javon I Holland. I like Xavier and Howard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like Xavier their players in the back end. I like their players players enough on the defensive line. Their offensive line is the big question mark. Yes. And it's like, I, I don't know. And if you have a, a questionable offensive line with Ugh. a quarterback that's arguably not yes. like, very talented, that's right, a but he's also an R- That's also an RPO quarterback, so a lot of stuff happens Which immediately. Which doesn't, doesn't win you games. Yeah, it doesn't that, win you That's does. true, I agree. It hasn't but, worked since 2017. But yeah. when you with have Tyreek Hill in the RPO, that's pretty scary. Sure, but the, the outside Chiefs, run opportunity. Okay, yeah, you had yeah, yeah. that's it's, with the best if, quarterback if the Chiefs, maybe ever. 
like, the Chiefs can lose in the playoffs with Tyreek Hill and lose in the Super Bowl, what makes you think the Cardinals? I mean, not the Cardinals, the Dolphins won't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that for that that's why. I well, I don't think that they're a, like second round, even second round that. bound. But I, I think, think I think it's, I, know, yeah. I think it's safe to say that they're they between the Patriots and them. I think that they're more likely to make the playoffs. Really? But it's a fun division. I actually, and we haven't talked I mean, about them yet. The good Jets. Division. Yeah. The Jets are fun. I think they have a terrible backup quarterback, and Zach Wilson seems injury-prone. So if Joe Flacco or Mike White are getting snapped, well, the season's already over at that point. But their roster is getting really, better. Really they're, they're building it something. It is a little underrated, I would well, say. Well, and I'm glad they that... they did win a game with They'll Mike be overrated. I'm, about, I'm glad that they build everything else and then the quarterback. Because if, if you can't find the quarterback now... Then you, I mean, they they tried with Zach Wilson. It might still work, but it's a little early. This doesn't go. It's a mess. But and they've seen gotten stuff about. He seems like a really cool. Oh, I hate dude. that narrative. Yeah, yeah so he's much. a yeah, great <laughs> so guy. Stupid. Really stupid. Who cares? Yeah, I, I don't care exactly. what you're doing. Throw the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Score <laughs> touchdowns. Don't throw interceptions. Like I care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Yeah. Oh my God! A superstar quarterback. He gets with ladies. What a surprise! We've <laughs> yeah. talking about this for sixty years. Joe Namath. I yeah. Mean, come right. on now. Yeah. Let's go to the AFC North. Let's do it. Where I have the ball. More Ravens as the division champions. Other teams, you got the Steelers there, the Browns. This is a division that you're obviously pretty familiar Expert. with as a Steelers fan. Well, and the a Steelers, follower. Steelers are getting last. Yeah, of course. Tough. I'm going to say the Bengals are going to win the division, and that the Ravens are actually going to be in third. If, oh. If if the suspension is six games, like it's saying right now. Oh my goodness. But if he's out the whole season, then the Ravens are second. And I don't the think the Browns will ever. This is a hot take. The Browns are not going to win a division title with Deshaun Watson as their quarterback ever. Oh, that's oh, yeah. that's no, that. that's but not right. They're cursed. They okay, well, that's cursed. the only yeah. argument that, that right. I, I could see Wish is that they're cursed. It's, it, but yeah. I, I think I think a lot of times culture matters. I yeah. think True. where your players yeah. are at. I think off off field things always matter, but, even though people try and make it not matter. I get that he's the most talented player ever. I get but that. Just yeah, a, really just good. a year ago, they came off steamrolling the Steelers in the last playoff game ever at Heinz Field, and. Like we're on top of the world. I don't. They, I, they, Everything about it that's changed. All that good faith I, they no, had is they, gone. They have the same players, and they have they the have coach Baker. that won Coach of the Year two years, even you know the season before last season. Uh, was Matt, coach what's of the his year. name? The old, uh, the old Chicago Chicago Bears coach won Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year really didn't mean much. No, I, mean. I, I thought that actually I didn't even like the Stefanski pick when it happened. Honestly. He's a good, he's a good coach, but I mean. I don't care. I don't care that he won Coach of the Year. I I don't care how good the roster is. I just I just think that the juju around that There's team a is dark so cloud bad. Over them. It's as dark as anything that I can think of with a team. It's like when the team in the middle of the season signs like Greg Hardy after like domestic yeah. violence things. <laughs> like yeah. the Cowboys did that in 2015, and they yeah. literally won like six games. They thought they were a Super Bowl team. I mean, crazy things can happen. Well, they always think they're a Super Bowl team. That's true. We'll get there have been that. more presidents since '95 than playoff wins for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That is just a little terrible. funny thing. No, okay, let's talk about the Lamar Jackson thing now, then. Okay. If you think, first of all, I don't think the Bengals are going to make the playoffs. I think there's going to be a big oh, hang- wow. I think there's going to be a big hangover there. I, s- I can, already, I I can absolutely see that happening. Their, they absolutely did they outplay their potential. They their yeah. ability, they, and I don't... They got very lucky. It, I was kind of wrong about Burrow. I've been kind of lower on Burrow than most people. I get that. And, like, I obviously I was too low on him, but I'm right. not as high well, as people Well, when you see now. this list, you're not going to be happy. Okay. Uh, ESPN polls top 10 quarterbacks. Number one, Aaron Rodgers. I have that, absolutely. 
I well, I you well, Mahomes do. might be one. Yeah, I think that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback ever, and uh, we can talk about this when we get. The, into the, like we that. both we both think he's the best quarterback. I think ever. he's the, the classic best. debate: right. best goat. Oh, yeah, geez. Best yeah. it's different. Yeah, right. It's different. Those boat. are different things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I would still say that <laughs> he's Mahomes, the boat. Yeah. Right now, Mahomes <laughs> is better. Okay, you can. I think yeah, you can say. I don't know how they could pick Aaron. I would have him at two. It's just so dumb they are. But Mahomes, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't think the NFL coaches are that dumb. I think they're pretty dumb. I, s- I think in terms of this kind of question, they're pretty dumb. I think, I think yeah. they're, well, ju- I think they're just they like have, any other person. But they have to scheme these things. They well, do you remember to... when the NBA general managers were asked who they would want to start a team with in 2015 and they picked Carl Anthony Towns? People make bad right. choices. They did. Remember the NFL one, top 100 from the players? Yeah, and, who, mm-hmm. and it was well, the, crazy people get in there. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And I think that's. I think this is the same well, kind of idea. Players. It is. Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think this top three is solid because Josh Allen is third. But then they, they have uh, Tom Brady at fourth. Yeah, I don't like that. That makes sense. He threw 50, almost 50 touchdowns. Last year his five volume yards. Was, was like... I don't care. Wow, oh, dude. I don't care. You, I, I, he wasn't the most efficient, that's for sure. I don't care. Yeah, why do you, how can you not give efficiency? Efficiency is different. I get, the, I get the efficiency argument, but he wins games. He steamrolls teams. He throws for touchdowns. Yeah. Does, does that get, make you the best quarterback, or does that make that your makes team you, like, okay, really if solid? If you are in 2022, going into 2022, and you have to pick a quarterback to have, are you not going to pick Tom Brady in your top four? I'm not. Well, who's like, if you could put a quarterback on your team. Joe Burrow is not fifth. Not Brady? Bur- Which is horrible. Is Matt Stafford is sixth. Right. Justin Herbert is seventh. I would have him higher. Agreed. I would, too. Russell Wilson is eighth. Deshaun Watson is ninth. Dak, that's that shows Dak how Pres- dumb they are. Dak Prescott is tenth. Well, where do you think uh, Deshaun should be? Deshaun Watson should not be on the list because he just you can't, you can't say it. First, well, the man no, hasn't played right. a game in two he years. He hasn't played in two years. And he might not play a game for another year. another year. And maybe another year after that. He might not play for four years. Last time he played, first in passing yards, third in completion percentage, fourth in interception percentage, first in yards gained per attempt, and second in passer rating. He was a great quarterback. I'm no, not he's saying really he's a bad quarterback. Good. All I'm saying is, is that you, third, can't, you can't he, analyze him like before that. Before all this stuff came out, he was the third I mean, consensus third, third best quarterback yeah, in the true. league. I think that's fair. You I think can, I would have but you can't. I have him at four. Deshaun oh, Watson no. at four. Because okay. if he came in and played right list. now, he would be fourth right now. But what if he pl- like best case scenario? You say he's missing half the season. He won't be a top. But four is that what that means? Top ten quarterbacks. I think it depends on how you interpret that. Are we asking like? Is it, this, is it this season or like... Let's define it. Let's, what are we asking? Let's, let's if I hear this, I would say if I'm an NFL executive, I'm assuming they talk to GMs and scouts and crap like that, who do you want on your team? That's the question, right? And you're, you are missing a year and okay, a half. Okay, so are you career. talking about like you're looking into the future or it's just no, like you, this well, season? Okay, week one. one. Okay, it's, it's, it's For July. one year. One year, yeah. I think that's... I just Okay, it's July. But, who do you want to start week one for you? Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay. Fine. If it's not Tom Brady, it's Tom, Tom Brady's he, culture that he brings. Look at what he did. Uh, I don't that in, is such a that's such a piece of it. Uh, I don't interpret it that. I don't interpret this top ten that way. The culture seven. that he has with his teams have won seven Super Bowls. How can he be not be in your top four? How? Well, look at the Patriots without Tom Brady, and look at the Bucks with Tom Brady. Is that, that not so? But also, the Patriots lost Gronk and Julian and their entire defense. I'm in the middle. I used to be. I don't know if we've ever had this conversation, but, you know, I'm a pretty anti-Brady guy. Oh, I yeah. can see that. Yeah, but I am more in the middle of it now. Like, I do... I get it. I was as down bad about a football game that didn't involve the Panthers as I've ever been when Patrick Mahomes lost to him. Yeah. That was one of the most because, hard game to watch. No, because, like, 
I don't even know. It's Philosoph- just not fair. Philosophically, fair. you're like, that can't be right. But you know what I'm saying. Based on your philosophy as a man. Yeah. If you don't know. Sure. Patrick Mahomes, like, you want him to beat Brady. Because yes. you watch Brady and he's throwing checkdowns every play. Yes. I, and, and it's just not fair how Well, okay, works. the checkdowns aren't totally fair, especially last season. I know. He can sling that thing. I know. He can sling it. Because he's on HGH now. Sure, why yeah. not? He's getting <laughs> rubbed by Alex Guerrero. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I read the Seth Wickersham book, It's Better to Be Feared, about the whole Patriots dynasty, and what Tom Brady brings to a locker room is unquantifiable. And I get that his talent is... It is it's true. Well, there are no numbers that... You're right. There are no numbers that can account for I'll give you a number. The intangible. Six Super Bowls with Brady. Well, that's what I'm saying. One, what no makes, Super Bowls... No playoff wins without him. I'm saying what makes Brady great is the intangibles. But I think yeah. like... And if, the t- he threw five... Almost he threw 4,800 passing yards last he, year. And I'm not saying that he's like bad, of course. Like he had a great season. And he's on this list, of course. second in MVP voting is a little... Well, it just shows that MVP voters all they care about his numbers. Right, and his numbers were inflated. Can you yeah. admit that? No, like, I, I think so. I think he had to throw the ball a lot because he has a bad running game, but he always has a bad running game, and that's yeah. how he just runs his And offense. now Leonard Fournette gained 40 yeah, pounds this offseason. Well, they're going to start this new guy from Arizona State. Yeah. I watched a little video about that. Yeah. Oh, really? I yeah, it's, he's looking pretty good. But just the Joe Burrow thing. And we I, haven't even gotten... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go just, ahead. Yeah, we'll get to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, right. We are blowing through stuff right now. It's great. My word. That's awesome. Um, but going to the Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow thing. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, so let's just put it this way. The, this is why I think this list is super dumb. Because if Jaquaski Tart picks off that ball, he's not on that list. Matt Stafford's not on that list. If Joe Burrow yeah. loses, if Ryan Tannehill doesn't throw the pick in the fourth quarter that loses the Tennessee Titans that division around game, Joe Burrow's not on the list. It's all about the narrative. Yeah. It's all about the narrative. And the, the executives are just like people. They're on Twitter. Everyone's yeah. on stupid Twitter now. They all <laughs> see it. They see the video of whatever and Joe Burr, and they all know that. Yeah. And it's also like a PR thing. I mean... Well, if I were to rearrange this list, Matthew Stafford only moves down to seven for me. He, he's yeah, he loves Stafford. I'm a big Stafford Stafford's guy. Good, he's but good, yeah. I think Stafford's streaky, and I think I think we could see bad streakiness next year. I mean, I'm, Sean McVay is kind of anti-streaky, yeah. but if yeah. I'm start if I'm going to start week one, I don't think I would want Matt Stafford to be the top ten players. I'd rather have Lamar Jackson. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Would I have Lamar Jackson at six, and then Herbert at five. I think I'd put Herbert over Lamar Jackson. I think I'm ready to go with... I think Herbert's almost as good as Josh Allen. I think I'm ready to go three for Herbert. I rewatched the Raiders. You're ready for that already. Yep. You're ready to put Herbert above Josh Allen. Yep. Yes. Okay, Raiders-Chargers, week week 18 last year. I rewatched that whole game. Yep. Oh, my God. There are no, there are almost no quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes included, that can do what he did yeah, on that final. And I get it was against Casey Hayward yeah. or whatever in the Raiders' defense and the Raiders' yeah. secondary. But the throws that man can make, mm-hmm. his ability to run, he is one of the most physically gifted people. And I get Josh Allen is flashier in the physical gifts. Yeah. No one's gonna make a highlight reel of pocket movement. Nobody cares about that. Mm-hmm. And he can and Josh Allen can throw it out of the stands, much more highlight yeah. thing. But very few quarterbacks, if none, can Patrick Mahomes included again, can put as much touch on a on a bullet pass as as Justin Herbert. That's can. True. And that I really would say makes Aaron a difference. Rodgers is the other one. Yeah. And I say Matt Stafford has a good one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing, one more thing about Josh Allen before, like, when you're talking about the flashiness and you were getting back to what you said about the narratives with Josh Allen, I think that the narratives are playing a part in him being as high as he is, too. I would put him top five. Uh, I mean, good culture. He had some problems turning the ball over last season. He got the draft lottery because he went to a team that fixed the way he throws the ball. Yeah. And that's Definitely. another Brett Coleman video, I think, when they... Yeah. When he... When he Why people are bust. How they transformed his, uh... 
his uh sh- his pocket before he's about to throw they completely like yeah. his rookie season and his third season completely different way he threw the ball true but but i'm saying even last season his yeah. throwing has been fixed he has mm-hmm. been in the mvp conversation he's still a work in progress he though. is definitely a work in progress he turned the ball over a lot last season mm-hmm. i feel like people don't ever talk about that. they don't because i, I and this is like back to annoying football fans that annoy me yeah they they love like He's a dog. Football fans yeah, right. He's a dog. It's just like Zach Wilson. He's a dog. I say dog. I <laughs> shut up. I'm sorry, but like it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't care. I get that he like goes on like part of my take and barstool and is funny. That's great. He can have a talk show, but that doesn't make him a better yeah, right. quarterback than Justin right. Herbert. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I get he has Stephon Diggs and a good offensive line yeah. and a great defensive coach and yep. all that. I love Sean McDermott a lot, but Justin mm-hmm. Herbert had. The guy who's now a running backs coach for the Detroit Lions as a head coach is yeah. every year. It's just totally different. Yeah, it's just yeah that's true. He's doing all that. Agreed. He's a great. He's a, he's a baller. I can see it. Yeah. But with Lamar Jackson, like mm-hmm. I would definitely Being out forget of that. that he had one of the best quarterback seasons ever. ever. I would say. Yeah. What do you think? You think so? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we have seen more from him to evaluate. That makes me more confident in the Ravens winning the division next season rather than the Bengals. Um, so yeah. I well, would, again, narrative. He always chokes in the playoffs. You know. Right, and this is different. I'm he's not, still he, young. He has his playoff problems, but this right. is a different conversation. True. I'm saying that for the regular season, I. But playoffs. True. Is like half of that. Yeah. There's me. a video I watched about like how to win. I don't remember. It might have been Kurt Warner who was talking about you know the way you win playoff games and the reason why running quarterbacks often lose playoff games is because when in the playoffs happen. You just got to hit your guy. Yeah. That's it. You just got to run the offense. And I think Lamar Jackson getting better at that. And the Ravens have gotten a lot yeah. of crap back to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Always running the show. But they've gotten a lot of crap for keeping Greg Roman around, their offensive coordinator. Yeah. And I get why. When you're dealing with somebody as unique as Lamar Jackson. Can you... It's hard to coach. Switching the coaching staff and switching the coordinator could throw off everything you've done for the last three yeah, years. Yeah, do you want to go with someone 20 years younger who's, you know, been a college guy forever and, you know does that kind of stuff now, but, like, isn't established and knows what he's really talking about. Think about how many coaches have never had to coach a player like Lamar Jackson. That's how unique he is. Right. Like, like everyone. And every, But yet everybody has coached a Joe Burrow. Yeah. And Joe Burrow has this, like, the Brady-esque thing. Yeah, yeah he, does. he does. Where you're just like, wow, you're in it all the time. You're down this, I believe. He just has that, and I find his personality to be kind of annoying it's so oh, annoying. really I, I hate I, the joe burr nonsense oh yeah it annoys me everything he yeah. does is cool because he's joe burr like he wore an ugly bucket hat and everyone's like, <laughs> no he's how cool he he's looks. trying to be like joe namath it's i guess he's and, and he wears the, all these fluffy coats and yeah. whatnot he's like look at how cool i think it's I cringe am. yeah but he's like when he talks and I again think that that helps his narrative and yet you think that the Bengals are going to win the afc uh, north i think they will and what do you think I would go with the Ravens. Okay. I, I, like I understand that. They got J.K. Dobbins back. That's true. That's, that's I kind of forgot about their that. Their run game is play. huge. Their receivers are bad. Mm. Their secondary yeah. is off All the charts three. good. Yeah. All, every single starter, all five. Marlon Humphrey. And... They have three starting caliber safeties. Yeah. No other. Some, the Panthers have like one. Yeah, maybe. Miles Hartsfield. Well, they have yeah. two. They have Yuck. two uh, Pro Bowl level safeties. So. And yeah. Kyle Hamilton, who's a huge X factor, and they got mm-hmm. Tyler Linderbaum. Just they had a great draft. They had a great draft. But, but, but they've had the bad. same team, and they just kind of messed but they it up. They did not have this team last year. They, and the, yeah, they didn't have. JK they had Dobbins. thirty people on IR. I mean, that, in the preseason, they had. They were still okay. They yeah, still they, were, they won you're right. Games yeah. with the terrible roster. You're right. I think and, I just the guy Tyler Huntley yeah. starting like five games. He won eight of them. 
Yeah. Maybe I just hate the Ravens. I think you'd get that. I mean, yeah. I hate the Saints. I hate the Ravens. And the Falcons and, and the, the Bucks. Buccaneers. I hate yeah. them all. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they beat my butt. All right, let's, let's go. Let's move on to the AFC South. I think, um, I guess I'm just going to say my team and we'll go off of that, who I have winning it. And I have a lot to say about this if an argument's going to occur. Okay. But I would have the Indianapolis Colts. Totally agree. Winning the AFC Completely South. Completely agree. I think Carson Wentz has actually become a little underrated. I agree. For, based on last year, he was carrying them. And I know Jonathan... Carrying Taylor, is a strong word. Right. It, no, I, I just mean he took them pretty far, and I know he didn't do it alone, because Jonathan Taylor, obviously... Like the narrative. If they could just beat the Jags... Ex- um, right. He would be seen totally differently. He would be seen differently. And <laughs> it wasn't his fault so, entirely. If, if Jonathan Taylor's running your team and you lose, should it be Jonathan Taylor's fault? Right, exactly. That's just a stupid argument. It's a, it's a dumb way that that works. And also, I don't really see any AFC South teams besides the Colts as like really no. playoff no. Really traje- trajectories. So. What is it, the Texans? Yeah. The Jags. The Titans. And the Titans. I, I, I will say, though, I think the Jags... Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Never mind. But, yeah, you, we all think the Titans' reign is over. Yeah. Well, their receiver core is just terrible. They Gone have Robert now. Woods. They lost everyone. They have, Okay. A Quan, what is his name? It's got this crazy name guy who's their third starting receiver. They have Traylon Burks, a rookie, who people thought was going to go in the second round. Yeah. They have Robert Woods starting. Yeah. This is bad. It's mm-hmm. bad. All that they can hope for is... To just have Derek Henry run for twenty five hundred, three thousand yards. yards. I don't know if you can bank on that. You definitely can. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you, you should. Well, the injury yeah. history last season. That definitely. yeah, I wouldn't call it a history. I would just call it he got. Well, in. I meant I just meant last season. Because other than that, he's a tank. He's yeah, as big a tank just, as anybody. He's the, uh, he's the craziest thing to watch. If you had the number one overall fantasy pick, real quick, would you take Derek Henry? No. I don't. Uh, because he's. I think he's going to get injured again. Though. I think. Yeah, actually. Would you take McCaffrey? No. I'm sorry. As much as I want, and I've taken McCaffrey, like I don't in my league. If like, I get if I get the if I get the first pick in fantasy, I like give up immediately. It's yeah, over. It never yeah, works yeah, out. Yeah, like, no, you yeah, might as well just it. take Patrick Mahomes with the first pick. I mean, <laughs> Definitely I not. No, but like you know what I mean. Like it always. It's always like okay, this great running back, and then he's injured. Just tank the whole thing. IR preseason. Don't take a kicker. Yeah, I'm taking the Browns defense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now let's just move on to the AFC West, which I think is probably the most competitive division. Mm-hmm. Probably has... the most competitive division we've seen in a decade. Yeah. Okay, so I won't start. I want to hear first of all. No, I won't give that away. Who do you guys have winning the AFC West? I am going to go with the Chargers. Ryan's breathing. It's close. It is close between the Chiefs and the Chargers. I will Chiefs... say, I'll reveal. I have three playoff teams in the AFC West. I think two of the wild cards are going to be from here. I think that as well. Really? Yeah. I don't think that. Because uh, yeah, we can get to that. Yeah. Do you think it's the? Oh yeah. Right. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, winning this division, I'll go with the Chargers. I will also go with the yeah. Chargers, and then of course I have the Chiefs and the Broncos as my. I have wild the Chiefs cards. and the Broncos, and the Broncos to me are. Just, I mean, the acquisition of Russell Wilson and to to just get rid of uh, Drew Locke in general is a good thing. Well, he does sing along to rap music on the side. Oh, oh my God. He picked up a water bottle and drank it. Ooh. Baller. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I, just, I've, I mean, the Broncos have put themselves in a place where they have a playoff roster. Finally they have a quarterback. I mean, finally they have a quarterback. And it doesn't matter 
what kind of upgrade it is. They have a real quarterback. They do have a real quarterback. I will and, argue. He's a good and they'll make the playoffs because of it. And the reason that we're already talking with some hesitation is because before we hit the recording, kind of got a spoiler. Dexter said Russell Wilson sucks. Uh, <laughs> so. I just don't like him as a person. I find him to be incredibly cringe Broncos and annoying. Cringe, yeah. Let's ride. But I mean. It's it's terrible. Let let <laughs> Russ cook, and then the Seahawks never let him cook. No, I, no, I, I, I think, think they're gonna do. Let Russ cook, then he cooks, and then he's not good. It, no, but then they what? changed the way they play. The, the The Seahawks like won the first three games, and then like changed their offense. Well, it is true that he has had many. Oh, he has been like the MVP of the first three of weeks, the first four weeks. Yeah, even, like for, for like, like three five years. years. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a reason that he's never gotten an MVP vote. Right. And, and, but have you heard Colin Coward's story where he was supposed to vote for him, but then he was he like missed the, the... fact that Colin Coward has a vote <laughs> says exactly why the MVP is a nonsense shame. Yeah. It <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Take his vote away. That's yeah. like Stephen A. having a vote. That's an insult. Well, you, just... you know, Stephen A. does have a vote. I... Oh We're letting <laughs> for NFL MVP. No, no, no. For NBA, okay, NBA. good. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. All that's really dumb. I mean, there's a reason that executives and and officials or whatever don't see don't vote him to be the MVP because he's never played an MVP. I mean, he's had good seasons and whatnot, but he's never had an MVP season in the eyes of the voters. I think Ben Taylor should pick MVP for NBA. Right. Just he's like let, a just very niche YouTuber. Make him make him the tyrant. Right. Make exactly. him. Well, he would have picked Jokic the last two years too. Which oh is God. right. Which I personally. Which is right. Uh, yeah. You went with Embiid this year, remember? Well, I How mean, but I couldn't fault him. I couldn't fault him for taking I'm not, like, mad I can't be like, okay, that wasn't my, I, you know, that wasn't my pick, but, like... I mean, Jokic is great. Sure. Jokic is great. A little overrated at this point. Wow. In my opinion. Maybe at this point. I think he's a top the five biggest, player. He should be the... Two, the biggest contract why in the history. Why is he not the 2K cover? That's true. Because they don't care. Booker is the cover. And now he'll never be the cover, because he'll never win an MVP again. That's totally true. they'll never put him on the cover. True. So it's nonsense. It's all just marketing. It's, it's all because Devin Booker, Devin Come Booker's on. agents. Do love him. Yeah. No, Devin Booker's agents definitely talk to Two K and the Two like, K. Well, well yeah. I think it's also like the people who play Two K are attracted to that kind of play. It's true. He is a hooper. Then, you know, that he's, oh he's yeah, he's that, he does have that dog in him. He is the dog in him. Oh yeah. my! Have you heard the story? Yeah. Get out of here. I mean, Chihu- but, Chihuahua, maybe. Anyway, all right, let's go. You don't see that's a different sport now. Yeah, but anyway, right. you don't see the Broncos as a. As I a mean, lot. I see them as a very, very good team. But if they're again, it's just feelings. That's all you can do. With <laughs> what is my? No, what is I my think that's team? me with the Ravens. Yeah, I think so. It's like, like, what do I think can show doubt? Like, this is his first year here. On this on this roster in a totally new offensive system, he was in a run heavy system all of his time, and mm-hmm. uh, with the Seahawks, or not even run heavy, just run philosophy. You know, mm-hmm. Pete Carroll is a classic like defense run the ball kind of coach. Yeah. That's always been it. So I want to see what he looks like in this Nathaniel Hackett system. We don't really know what that looks like, so it's really hard to make heads or tails. But it's going to be better than Fangio, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to your defense is going to be worse. Vic Fangio yeah, is one but, of the great. I read an article from the Athletic. It was but about, he might be the worst pairing with Russell Wilson. I, can I, I agree with that, yeah. but I mean. You know, everyone's like, they got a great defense. It's hard to gauge what a great defense is when Vic Fangio is your coach. Because True. Vic Fangio is one of the great minds. You can see what happened with Brandon Staley. I mean, all these great defensive defensive like head coaches now uh-huh. are from his tree. True. And look what happened to the Bears. The Bears in 2018 had an all-star defense. I mean, yeah. Jackson was a god, yada, yada. Vic Fangio leaves. They're way worse. I think mm-hmm. we could see a similar regression from the Broncos. I think we could see Russell Wilson do it. You know, I don't like... You know, Russell Wilson is like, oh, gunslinger. Russell Wilson plays, in my opinion, very similar to Baker Mayfield. 
He's much better at it. Yeah. He's been doing I it for agree. much longer, mm-hmm. but they yeah. play similar. Oh, yeah. They play backyard football, they They're run short. around, and then they throw deep. I mean, Baker Mayfield doesn't do that all the time, but he has the tools. And, and I think it comes right. from they're both 5'11 guys. It's hard to see the above those line, the above those linemen. So they've got to get around. out of the pocket. Yeah. So we could see a regressive defense. We could see a confused offense, and it couldn't work. I mean, who's their X receiver? Who's their Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs? There isn't one. You're just hoping that Jerry Judy's everything new is supposed to be. Cortland Sutton's really good, and the third guy, I can't remember his name from, I think, Auburn, that he's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like this on paper. It's like it's like fantasy's idea of what a great team is. we got Rush. we got Cortland Sutton. I do believe that there mm-hmm. is an opportunity for them to kind of be like what the Lakers were this year, where it's yeah. like, in theory, you know, they have all these vets that yeah. are established and great. And I think Russell Wilson could be the Russell Westbrook. The Ooh. guy that gets cringed. I mean, I don't see that. I, I don't, Maybe he'll disappoint. It's a different thing, but I think they are both... Brag, not braggadocious, but they both open themselves up to fire a lot. Really, I don't know. Yes, I think Russell Westbrook yes. is actually. Like I think that. Russell Wilson just likes to like get on bad. social media with his wife and be like, you "Hey can't guys, say that Russell, okay, Russell Westbrook has been bad this season. He was bad. Yeah, and yeah. I think Russell. But when Wilson they acquired him, he had just had like the best second half of the he was stretch no, from hey, the right, Wizards. He was my All NBA pick, third team. Yeah, when he was with the Wizards, the second half. So you great. can't. Can you really predict that, especially if LeBron wants him? You got yes. Can I tell a quick? Uh, Many people predicted that the spacing on that team sucked. Yeah. Then, again. True. Russell. Okay. So uh, uh, another athletic guy came on this other podcast that I listened to. Sorry, guys. Whoa. Competition. All right. But uh, <laughs> he was talking about what happened in the Seahawks locker room because of Russell Wilson's finger injury, and you, everyone's like, "He's corny," and they're like, "Oh, it's an act." No, it's not. He's corny. He's a corny guy. He's a guy who walked in the locker room when he hurt his finger, and he was like, "I'm gonna come back in three weeks," and they were like, "No, it's six weeks." <laughs> he was like, "No, no, no, three weeks." The locker room, you, you lost a locker room in that moment. You took out Geno Smith, who had a good game against the Jags, mm-hmm. and then you go in there and you suck. And that means something, because you're so True. corny about, like, i got to be with the boys. i got to grind. i got to do this on the field, because I know the cameras are watching. And put it on knew. Instagram, yeah. I mean, you got to do all that. Broncos country, let's ride. It's so cringe. They're all people, too. Cortland yeah. Sutton and me are not that far off in age, and we're not that far off in, like, I mean, he has a crazier life than me, obviously, but we're yeah. not completely different people in, in, in a ton of ways. When along. he sees that, he probably cringes too. And that, I think, means something. That's it's true. more than play. Right, because then he can get on his mental level. That's yeah, a good point. It's yeah. just, I think, I think Russell Wilson is question marks to me. And I definitely think they're a boomer bust team. And I have a similar opinion about the Chiefs. I think the reason that I'm a huge Chiefs guy. So I love like, Patrick Mahomes. We have always said this Patrick Mahomes, yeah. all the fair. I love him. They have too many question marks right now for I me agree. to. Yeah. Put them at the division leader. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's scary. I, I like. Can you get there with Mahomes and Kelsey and a bunch of new people? Is Sky Moore good? Is Juju Smith-Schuster good? Is Marquez Valdez-Gantling good? Is Justin Reed good? We don't know that. Yeah. And now those True. are those are like the four X factors to me because Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey can win you ten games probably because they're that good. Patrick Mahomes himself is that good. Yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty, but it's fun to think about. Yeah. And I'm going with the Chargers, though. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm surprised we all. Then let's get to the NFC. Yep. Starting with the NFC East, I've got the. This is another division that's always kind of weird. I've got the Eagles, actually. I agree. Yeah. And I. If it's between that and the Cowboys, yeah. Cowboys are gonna suck. I I think they're gonna be a wild card team. No. No. I think they're gonna win eight games. Yeah. Why? Because that's how they do. They have never had back-to-back winning seasons. They are yeah. a culture and a fa- back to culture. Okay. Back, yeah. yeah, their culture's back. Uh-huh. Their their ownership. 
as a, just like a philosophy, back to philosophies, is just so convinced, and they convince their whole team they that just they're good. Get guys. They, they just get players, and then the and then they just lose them, and they just get more because they're the Cowboys. It's like if you went to the gym for like three months in a row, and you're like, oh, I'm ripped. There's no that, structure. And then that just made, and you're like, I'm so ripped, I don't got to go to the gym. So you don't go to the gym, right. and then you're right back where you were. That's yeah. how their seasons work. That's what I think it is. Yeah. Because and the also, division's around. Let's tank now. <laughs> maybe, hopefully they learn their lesson not to broadcast their practices onto local television. That was silly. What happened? Last season, they like training camp like was televised in, in the Dallas area and like other like you could hear them talking and stuff and it's like if you're an other team, just watch it and then yeah. it's scheme weird, right? for it. I wonder if Bill Belichick definitely looked at that. <laughs> he still got beat. Yeah. That does something. Well I'm interesting that I mean, are we believers in Jalen Hurts or Enough. Yeah. Enough to win the division. They won that's a, the weakest division. They got to the playoffs last year. Besides maybe the and their team South. got better. In a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean they got better on the defensive line, they got better at receiver, they got better at mm-hmm. cornerback. That's enough. Yep, I agree. Let's move on to the NFC North. Packers. Yes. Easily. I have a yes, comma, but here. Whoa. Yep. There's no buts here. I mean, I think the Packers are definitely going to win the division. I am in love with the Vikings, though. I really do I like, do them. like I the Vikings, but they always stuck. choke at the end of the season. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Mike Zimmer did, but I don't know what I don't know what Kevin yeah, O'Connell is. You're, I you're think right. it's going to be very successful. I, yeah, I think so, too. And I, I trust Aaron Rodgers to be still good enough for them to win the division pretty easily, but I think mm-hmm. the Vikings are actually my favorite of the wild card teams. In either They'll make conference. the wild card. I agree. I'm a big... I, first yeah. of all, like we said earlier, Kirk Cousins, for me, would be top 10. I think statistically he's good. And he's now just, Justin Jefferson games, is He's been either, you could say, unlucky or not. Not good, up to your interpretation, I guess. Justin Jefferson's going to be great. Another Brett Coleman right. video, yeah. yeah. That was a good one, That's too. totally facts, too. If you have the fifth pick in your fantasy draft, draft him. Yeah. yeah. He's if Austin Eckler's not on the board... Because he can do everything. Person. Yeah. You know what? Maybe my for if I had the first pick, it might be Cooper Cup, actually. That's crazy. You have to take a running back. I think so, too. I mean, you, yeah, but the, like the past five years, the consensus first pick running back is always yeah, but just gone. Still you still have to try. I know, but like, yeah. okay, maybe Nick Chubb then. No, he's going in like the third round. No kidding. You think? Nick Chubb? His, his ADP is like 28. Wow. Not kidding. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's not weird. Hmm. I mean, that I, is weird. I wouldn't take him. You can get like i take games. him in the first. What would your first pick be? John Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. got it. You got to try. He might not have this. He if was, he's good, and you're he's be young okay. too. Yeah. There's yeah. not really a big injury looming over him. Ooh, uh, Aaron Rodgers it comparison. I uh, so I was watching a movie and I realized that the actor comparison to Aaron Rodgers. This is totally random, but is Casey Affleck. If you this is bear with me. Um, I was watching this random Casey Affleck movie and I was like, this guy is so good. Like, everything he does is so precise. The little, like, actor movements he makes are so real. And Aaron Rodgers is that same way, where you watch him, like, oh, my, even the most minute thing he's so good at. Yeah. There's also, like, some controversy to both of them. Yeah. And I think that I think they are very similar in that way. But yeah. just to say on the Packers, their starting receivers are Alan Lazard, who's mm-hmm. a fantasy It lost Valdez Scantling and Devontae Adams. Yeah, so now it's Alan Lazard, Christian Watson, and Amari Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And I think Amari Rodgers... I don't know why. This is just a gut feeling. I think he could be a f- fine player. Well, it's a pretty good place to end up in. Yeah. It, you know, he on any other if team... If you're trying to blow up. He would probably be cut or something. He needs someone to throw to, uh, Rodgers. And if he has enough speed and ability to create separation, then 
You don't even need that much ability to create separation. Not with him. I'm taking yeah. the playoffs, and he does sucks. That playoff game from him against the Niners was pretty. I don't know why. I don't know why he does that, but you know we it, can't really get it, into it their really heads. It really tainted. Like that. It really tainted him for me. Aaron. Yep. Well, I think that they were a couple special teams mistakes away from a victory. Still. Well, he had an True. open Alan Lazard in the middle of the field. I can't judge one and, play. I can't do it. But I think mm-hmm. that's a philosophical idea. Where they wouldn't even be there. They wouldn't even. There are right. so many one plays that you can judge that no other quarterback would have made. That's fair. That took them that far. But mm-hmm. it still, it was still was one of those things. It's like he shrinks. I felt the same way when I watched him sure. lose to the Bucks. And I get it's like, well, Kevin King, oh, the amount of drives he had in the third and fourth quarter to try and score, and that he didn't score on. Right, and then Matt Stafford comes into the playoffs for like the first time in his twelve-year career and wins the Super Bowl. They, so that, that kind of hurts him too. That happens a lot. Aaron yeah, Rodgers wanted to win his first postseason. Yeah, but it, it just kind of hurts for like his long-term legacy. He's the most valuable Especially player. Especially, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I yeah, but like I'm saying like he's won it twice in a row surprises that's, me. And, and again, one play doesn't can't change that for me as yeah, well. Even two no. or three plays just can't do that. Nope. So I, I'm sticking with you, but I'm saying like what about four playoff games? Uh, which one? Is that enough? When is enough? With in this one guy? season or no? What, no, well, no, that like can't over happen. Over his, what about four, four complete chokes? Well, it's a long well, career. Well, I wouldn't there. call them complete chokes when really in all of the games that you're talking about where he loses, especially the earlier ones, actually, he's still putting up like 30 points and they're losing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they scored 10 points against the Niners. Yeah, that that's what I said. The earlier they scored. One. What did they score? 10 points in a 33 to 10 loss against the Niners two years earlier. I mean. I don't know. I get but throughout his career, it's he's just, had he's many playoff tiring. losses where he scores enough. He's tiring. Brady, when they scored, talking about ten point playoff losses, Brady has plenty of ten point playoff wins where that's not where he fair. doesn't do much. I, I agree yeah. that's not but fair. The defense is so well coached. Right, it, it's not because fair. of Belichick's My family is not that he's tree. not talented. He's very talented. Yeah, he's a, he's a very he's incredible to watch. And we've he's been proven now to be. I mean, his longevity is yes, amazing. it's Insane amazing. Too, yeah. But uh, the narrative is has been the same for ten years. True. And it annoys me. And I'm tired of it. Because the same thing has happened. The amount of times you've been like, well, you don't need good receivers, good Aaron Rodgers. And it's like, and then he throws a bunch of touchdowns. And he gets the playoffs and just blows it. Well, again, I, I don't know. I mean, But the then maybe you do need those receivers. No, yeah, the narrative can be annoying. But is it Aaron Rodgers' fault that he doesn't have to some receivers? Extent. That they drafted Jordan Love instead of help in your receiving court? That's I get not that. his fault. But, I, okay, but fault. let's go to Brady then. Think about how many blusters the Patriots did when they were drafting. Nikhil Harry sucked. Yeah. They couldn't mm-hmm. draft receivers yeah. for the, all of his career. They still can't. And yet they still had great receivers when Brady was there. He's truly really not a great receiver He'll without Tom Brady. Yeah. He'll He'll be shouldn't be. Hey, well, he he doesn't be. deserve it. No offense, Julian, if you listen. Um, yeah, but a, dude, long time. Who was the best <laughs> receiver that, other than like Randy Moss? That other than Randy Moss and Gronk. Gronk doesn't count right. as a tight end. Well, he's the greatest tight he's end re- of all time. Yeah. So. Is, is he the he greatest counts. tight end of all time without Tom Brady? Yeah. Really? Do you yes. think if like Josh yes, McCown I, because like was the, throwing he's in. still top yeah, three? Because no you just what. get he him the ball be. and he just steamrolls people. He might not be people. the best because you have like Kelsey now, like a lot of great receiving tight ends now. But I think like, that's fair. But it's wrong. not like, you, like you, you know you have to thread the needle to get it Aaron to Hernandez. you. Don't. Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan, Malcolm Mitchell, Julian Edelman. These are receiving court. These these are like Wes Welker. Yeah. We're talking the 2000s? This is almost he, 15 years he, ago. How he, old were you when that was going on? He, six? <laughs> well, I remember, I remember Wes Welker I re- when yeah, I was like 13. I remember 13. being on the playground and being like, I'm Wes Welker. And they're like, no, you're not. You're Tripp. I'm like, ah, That yeah. says a lot. I think that says a lot. I think that says more than even bringing up his name. But all I'm saying is, is like, he played with guys that are, I would say, on the same level as Aaron Rodgers receiving core right now. And I, 
But Aaron Rodgers... You would say that they're better? Aaron yeah. Rodgers... You would say that Danny Amendola is better than Alan Lazard by yeah. a good amount? Not a good amount, but I think... I, I would th- say Danny that. Danny Amendola... I would say on that. On other teams that don't involve Tom Brady was a... Sh- Piece of garbage. He was not good. <laughs> he was not good. He was. He was not good. He was. He was on. He was like on the Dolphins and was terrible. He was on the Texans. So Lions right now. Walker yeah. was successful with an old Peyton Manning for that, one season. That, that's uh, any uh, consolation. Yeah. That's not a consolation. Yeah, All I'm not. saying is is that this season's really important to me because they drafted defensive players. They have a great defense. They, if they get to the playoffs, they should have the better defense on every field. You're talking back to the Packers. I'm, back to the Packers. Yeah. yeah. So. They okay. got this good defense. I that that excuse has to go. It has to go this season. And yeah. if he goes to the playoffs and he drops 10 points, I'm annoyed. I'm officially, the annoyed button clicked. Yeah, it sounds like, it it's, sounds been like it's been clicked. Already. It's been clicked. Years but it's, ago. It's just anger. It's, it angers me because yeah. he deserves so much more than that. Because he can. Be, he's going to be remembered by a lot of people as a choke artist. And sure. that's partly him. in my opinion. Yeah. To some like, extent. It's like the same people that say, it's a little different. I think that Aaron Rodgers deserves it a little more. But the same people that are like, LeBron? Fourth quarter? Uh-uh. That's nonsense. That's yeah, nonsense. That's nonsense. I mean, like, the good with the bad. Like, Aaron Rodgers has authored some of the most incredible playoff-ending moments ever. And yes. one of them didn't even count. The double Hail Mary game yeah, that was right. ruined by yeah. the Irving Field. I mean, come, that's so awful. I can't imagine how I felt after that game. But, like, yeah. the Jared the Jared Cook throw, all that stuff. Yeah. And that's why it just annoys me. That It's it's, anno- it's annoyed out of, like, love. Like, I love this guy. I love my You want him to. I want him to succeed. And watching him not succeed... Out. Irritates me. Yeah, it irritates me more. I get I direct my anger to different places. I Throw think the management in the middle and the, of the field, the ownership, right. and sure. it's kind of a mess in Green Bay. Yeah. All right, NFC South. South. Let's do it. This, this is, is an the interesting place one. to be. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the Panthers are a playoff team. I agree. Right. No. I do think that the Saints are a wild card team. Yep. Saints are a wild card yeah, we team. Can talk about that. Punch it down. Yeah, punch I, their I have ticket. The Buccaneers winning the division. Oh, I, easily. Yeah, Pretty Buccaneers easily. win the division, but I will be a proponent of the Saints making the wild card as well. I, this is going to be something. You think this is going to be James is corny. I like him as a yeah, me too. Player, which is weird. I think that he is at this point underrated. Again, the turnovers. Yep. Huge problem. Okay, yeah. so the last time I he played know. a full season, he threw thirty interceptions. Yep. What do you like? Tell me something I don't know. I think that. Obviously, turnovers are a problem, but... Understatement of the millennia. Right. But if you have a guy who is creating value because of his arm strength, and his decision-making has to change, there's no doubt about that. Unlikely that that it will. No offense. No, none taken. Um, Maybe he might take offense to that. Sorry, Janice. He He is in a different place now. Big listenership. Yeah, Yeah, I know. We're we're making it big. Um, But Jameis Winston's style of play with the deep ball accuracy when he makes the right decision is very valuable to a team, especially I think the Saints are a better place for him than the Buccaneers were. I agree. True. And so I think that I that's what I like about him. I don't Me too. I'm not in love with him as a player, but I think to view him because of his interception count as like one of the worst players and the one of the worst starting quarterbacks, I think is wrong. Go out and get Jarvis Landry. Team. What? I think they're gonna be a defensive team. I agree. Yeah. I think he's good at Dennis enough. Allen as the head coach changes the entirety of the game for me. Right. He doesn't have Sean Payton. Back to what we were talking about with Drew Brees. He doesn't have Sean Payton and Sean Payton's a Real genius with with uh, with just route concepts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and coaching as a whole, coaching up receivers, coaching up quarterbacks. And you want to coach routes? Jarvis Landry's there too. Washed. No offense. No. Prob- pretty kind of washed. No, he's not though. He's good. Baker was throwing to him. That's unfair. That's unfair. But I, I get where you're coming from. He still runs the best routes in the league. 
That is the wrongest no, statement ever. No, he still effort. does. That's not the best. Devontae he, Adams is in the league. Yeah. Stephon Diggs is in the that, league. Well, Justin Jefferson's in the yeah, league. Yeah, that's true. But, like, if he's known for he's anything... He's, like, a, it's a, top 20 in that if category. If he's known in that category, he Hunter certainly Renfro. is top 10. Yeah, he's certainly... Top 10? Yes. I Jarvis Landry, yeah, come on. I, th- I think not. That's crazy. No, he's still there. Where's the production if from those routes? Is it Baker Mayfield blind? <laughs> is that the argument? You like kind Baker of. Mayfield. I mean... He's very inconsistent. You just said he's Drew Brees. And he's, well, yeah, because Drew Brees started out rough as well, but sure. they have the same He was problem. saying that he was bad, and then he's going to get good, like Drew Brees. Which right. is what? I like Which that is true. Because like he has the, the idea. I don't he, know if I agree he has with the, He has the potential to do it, and we've seen flashes of greatness. So, flashes of greatness. Flashes of greatness. flashes of greatness not coming to Jarvis Landry. In the, in the Steelers <laughs> playoff game. I mean, I couldn't believe what he was doing on the field. To there. call Jarvis Landry a top 10 route runner, I think is an insult to a lot of the receivers in the NFL. I agree with that. I don't know, man. I th- he still runs elite Tyreek routes, Hill. That's where it's seven now. I think we'll have like, three more if yeah. I had a sheet in front of me with all the names. I think even DJ Moore I'd take. No, Garrett Wilson might be better than him. What do you mean, come on? I mean, DJ Moore runs every out on the route tree. He can't just... Okay, so like... Landry has one like mid season and it, you know Landry is Landry's in his thirties. Yeah, is he's he? just he's good. He's is he like, in his thirties? Yeah, he got drafted in two thousand and fourteen, I think. It actually, says here he's sixty three. Yeah, <laughs> okay. it's not running. It's well, really. I, good. I changed my mind there. Yeah, yeah. He's twenty nine. Oh, yeah. See, he's not not in his thirties. Yeah, not okay, in his thirties. So be thirty in week, week yeah, yeah. twelve. Okay, Whatever. Right. Whatever. But like, he's good. I mean, he's a fine player. He's like their starting receiver, right? Him and yeah, Chris Olave. That's a mess. That's that's Packers level bad. Mm. Yes, and then you have Jameis Winston with a with qu- again great. questions at coaching. I still think he creates a lot of value for receivers. Well, I can't wait yeah. to watch him throw five picks in a game. I don't that, think that's well, going to happen. He'll throw like two. Well, that might, but like, I think he'll throw like four touchdowns and two picks in a couple games, and everyone will be like, "Man, it's the same old Jameis." I like him. He's fun. Back to locker room. If I was in the locker room. <laughs> man, I want him to be in there. That's yeah. Eat the W. He's yeah. a fun guy. I eat talk it. about the Bucks real quick. You know the Bucks. Sure. For ever since I think that Bruce Arians. Hated the Panthers. I really do think he did. I think he actually hated them as a team. He ran up the score on them any chance he got. And I think I get why. In 2014, they oh, were 8-1. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, sure. The, the, the Cardinals <clears throat> were 8-1, and, and they looked like one of the, like the best team in the NFL. You know, uh, yeah. Carson Wentz blows out his ACL for the second time in his career. Palmer. Palmer. Car- what did I say? Carson Wentz? Yeah. Carson Palmer blows out his ACL. They go to the wild card round with Ryan Lindley at home at Panthers at Carolina. And they just get they lose like fifteen to twelve, some terrible game. That was that was, was twenty fourteen. And then twenty fifteen, they have another great season. They're eight and two, yada yada yada. They get to the NFC division, the NFC championship round, and the Panthers blow them out forty nine to fifteen and run <laughs> up the score. And I remember Ron Rivera win for it to try and score fifty. Yeah, on we Bruce like, Arians. They were like <clears throat> pictures on the field before the game was over. It oh was yeah, yeah. It was bad. And I know Bruce Arians is that kind of guy. Yeah. And I think he hated to hold the a grudge, Yeah. And that's why every time they play, it'd be like thirty-five to well, ten. That's <laughs> not going to change because the Panthers are going to lose both games to the Buccaneers this season. Oh, that's, that's very likely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Final division. NFC West. This one's easy for me. I don't know if it is for you. Rams. Yeah, Rams. Yeah. Although. You know, we I, I won't know we that, won't yeah. do this over under thing, but the Cardinals were eight point five wins. Under. Under. Yeah, I don't like the Cardinals this year. Oh yeah, yuck. Yeah, I don't. Eight point five. Yeah, no. I don't how how could you not? They have a preschooler at quarterback. Okay, stop with that, <laughs> bro. Joke, Come bro. on, they have D Hop and and D Hop. He's missing six games. What? He's missing six. Yeah, games. He, you've got the suspension there. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think that they're going to be. I don't like, trust them. I like last year, a lot of people were like sneaky Super Bowl, like sneaky, like 
like Super Bowl team. Nah. What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> <Get out of laughs> no. They lost thirty-one to ten against the Panthers. I get Cole McCoy was at the quarterback, but that means something to me. Yeah, they'll they'll win nine. I, I'll give them nine. I, nine, they won't. German for now. <laughs> yeah. They will not. That's funny. Yeah. That's I go fine. eight. Eight's a, eight's a number. Yeah, me too. That seems right in the middle. I mean, it's, it's, we're saying that one play, a dropped interception away from having the same record. Right. Much All right, there show. we go. Fine. Whatever. Okay, and then let's do the Super Bowl pick. I want yeah. you to start, Ryan. I'll take the Rams again. Versus who? We, we got both teams. <clears throat> you can take the Rams again. What are you... What am I, a believer in the Rams? Yeah, I get what I did it last season, and I was right. I got my Super Bowl pick right last year. All right, all right. When's the last (laughs) time a team repeated? Uh, That wasn't the Patriots. That wasn't the Patriots. Never. It wasn't the Patriots? That wasn't, no, the last time. I thought you said it wasn't the Patriots. Probably the Cowboys in the 90s. So it's been a while. Yeah. There's going to be a big hangover. I would love for... Should have been the Bills. I, I want both... Being a Los Angeles resident next year, I would love for both Los Angeles teams to be great. Oh yeah, I don't. Th- I think they will be. You should have more Chargers games than Rams games. I know. I'm thinking about it. Um, Take yeah, I got them. I'll go. Shut up. <laughs> I'll go. They'll beat the Bills. Uh, okay, I have. I my pick before this was Packers Bills, and I have the Packers winning. Because of what Dexter said, where you talk about no more defensive excuses. All right. Okay. I think if there are no more defensive excuses, you then Aaron Rodgers will win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hazard will never win it. That's kind of. Oh, oh come on. What's your? What would you? Say? I'd say the Bills. Okay. Over. Who would be your NFC guy? I don't guy. Know. Guys, I mean. Well, think about it. Hmm. That's tough. Because you know, honestly, who my. It's an easy choice. You know who my really no, the Rams. You know who my second favorite it's NFC not. team was. They lost a lot of talent. Yeah, they did. My second favorite NFC team yeah. behind the Packers is actually the Vikings. Like, I think they're going to be... That's nice. No, I think they're going to be world... Another guy that won't get a ring, Kirk Cousins. I mean, probably not. But, <clears throat> dude, I think Kirk Cousins is just as good as Stafford. Sue me. Please I will sue you. Me. I'll sue you. He's less that. talented, and he doesn't see the field as well, and he doesn't yeah. make as big of throws. But I get where you're coming from. And yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's he's more what we were talking about. I mean, he just listed three things, but we, st- you, I get it. Like he's, but he's not like incredibly bad in comparison to Stafford. No, I, no, I don't think so. Yeah, like sure. those three things that I said, like I would say there's a little discrepancy. Yeah, they're like yeah. seven and thirteen really on my QB rankings. If I were to just make them up, Joe right Burrow's number sure. one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Where would know. you where would you actually put Burrow? One more thing before we go, Trippy. Alright, I still want his NFC champion. Oh, but right, let's right. do I'll sit on it and I'll tell you. Let me think. Let me let me see the list. And so I can make Of it. what? Do you have your Oh own? yeah yeah. yeah. It's right. on the bottom. Sure. Okay. I would put Mahomes first, Rogers second, Herbert third. I think that I would mm. I think that I would go. I think I would go Lamar Jackson fourth. I know that's kind of a hot take, but I think that talent. It seems like people were enraged about that. I think that that's actually not a hot take. Yeah, I think okay. a lot of people would have it. I think Brady's. I go Allen fourth. Brady fifth. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I messed Allen up. Allen fifth, that. Brady sixth. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, Burrow would be about about there. I, I had him at ten. I think. Well, I don't know. I put Stafford above. I think he's like the same level as like Prescott. If even I'm Russ, and for me, I think that Burrow's like right there. I I put him with Prescott. Yeah, which I'd is like good, Prescott. but like yeah. I don't think I saw polls, and this is I haven't seen this in a while, recency bias again. But after the Super Bowl, it was like 
who would you rather have for the next 15 seasons, Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow? I'm like, I'd Such rather a dumb deactivate question. your account. Like, oh, my what? God. Yeah, seriously. All I'll right. give you my guy. I'll go Bucks Bills. Bucks Bills. I think yeah. the Buccaneers nope. have it. I hope not. But Me too. Their running back just gained 40 pounds. They have, they have you think full, Arizona State guys going to Are you going to count Tom Brady out for bad running backs? No. You, I'm going to count Tom Brady. You would have counted him out in every Super Bowl winning season he had. Okay. He's too old. Well, I think maybe <laughs> finally, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Wrong. we've said that there's for like... There's no way that's right. There's like... Why not? Eight years in a row we right. say that. He there's might no be too evidence old. to say that what you just said is right. True. And yet, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> the last, Back to feeling. I, I don't know how many seasons this has been happening. Tom but Brady might be that. too old. I do say 10 that. years? I say that every year. People have been saying that since before they won against the Seahawks, before they won their fourth Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, people have been saying that for quite a while. And things are changing. I mean, I'm a big tennis guy, and tennis used to be if you were 25, you were done. And now, like, all the best tennis players That's going like to happen 36. everywhere, yeah. Yeah. How are we going to get rid of athletes? Which is why you need oh, to be patient with young guys like Colin Sexton, because... Careers are so much longer. Careers are so much longer. Before we go, his whole thing was that I think that the the Cavaliers should let Sexton walk so that they'll have money for LeBron next year. And he's like, no. That idea is based. What is it? Why do you think they're going to get LeBron? Because you know Brian Windhorst, the LeBron whisperer? Um, he was saying LeBron He was saying that. He wrote a book about him. Yeah, he did. I've read it. It's great. No, yeah, he's cool. But that LeBron, you know, his contract is up after next season. He he could be. And it, why not Cleveland? Why not? And why? Why Cleveland? Well, because they're a great young core. Yeah. Plus LeBron. They would we could win the championship this year. All right. All right. <laughs> That's a good thing to end on. Yeah, we right? got it. Yeah, this is one of our longest episodes ever. It probably is. Yeah, I, feel, I, I feel like that's my fault and I apologize. No, oh, man. Dude, too. No, it's not your fault. We it's... love talking about football because with, okay, we're going to admit it. We've said this a lot. With basketball, we are experts. We, well, we, I don't know about that. Okay. We, we, all, we, experts. we are, we are so experts. Like, I, I, no, we are legitimate experts. I've a lot more stuff. <laughs> yeah. You and Brian Winhorst. <clears throat> yeah. Like yeah, that. we actually are friends. He's yeah. another. I'm the. Hey, I'm. He, he's the. Uh, uh, Hartenstein whisperer. <laughs> I do know who that is. Isaiah Hartenstein. No. It's like his what? favorite player. He's like the top next... ten player in the league. No, not really. But, but he, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. He's gonna surprise. Anyway, me. yeah, but like with football, we don't we don't do as much, you know, digging. We started this podcast after a football conversation, even though we knew it would be mostly basketball oriented, because. Basketball, we love, but we normally agree because we come from like the same places of like philosophical Smartness. ideas. No, but it's we're just but better football, than everyone else. For foot- <laughs> we don't have. There's only one right way. Right. Exactly. I'm sorry, but like, for, it's life for football. Yeah. We are less knowledgeable, therefore we disagree on more things because we don't know as much. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the, and you, you, you know, know a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just like listed the, the entire football. As we re, do you just listed a five player receiver. Core for the Packers. And I, I've heard like one of their names. Right, exactly. So like, and that should say a lot about their Super Bowl chances. Well, well, Aaron Rodgers is on the team. Yeah, and I still, I wouldn't. Well, I would be very. We know that because he's been to so many Super Bowls. Mm. I stand, I stand here triumphant. I wouldn't. I would be like he's not going to win another. We're MVP. back. And he wouldn't win one more MVP. Like he's not going to next year. He won't win three in a row. But I wouldn't be surprised if he has another MVP deserving sure. season. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, I think we can... But big thank you, Dexter. Seriously, oh, yeah. dude. It's been I real. I had a great time. Yeah. What a pleasure it was. Yeah, it was. One. Yeah. I had a great... You know a lot, run. and I think you've given our podcast a refreshing start into the 
NFL talks because yeah. it's back. It's Absolutely. back. NFL's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, training camp starts in a week, and mm-hmm. we're back and running. Yep. Yeah. Let's go to Dallas and watch our good old Cowboys on TV. All right, all right. So thanks for listening. As always, please make sure to share this if you liked it. we yep. got to get Dexter in on our uh, yeah. post. We, uh, Just start whispering to him, and I'll do, okay. and I'll do our promos. So we have merch on our on our store on the link in the bio of our Instagram, Pavement Sweat Podcast. So you're going to want to check out that okay. merch. We have like five different things in five and different colors. Whatever. They're like yeah, yeah, 25 different things. You're going to love it. But Just check it out. But if least. you're going to do one thing, above yeah. all else, above the all most else. important thing, thing to do is spread, spread peace, love, and joy. Thank you.